The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Absolutely awesome to see you down in Florida, Roddy. Unfortunately, you are at the grind, working. LOL. Enjoy it, man. You deserve it. How about that? Listen, please don't feel sorry for me. Darren, do you feel sorry for me that I got to work? I feel sorry for me. (laughs) Exactly. Kind of a life that I could settle into. Oh, yeah. Fun, sun, and surf. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Another tough day. Canada's daytime sports talk show coming to you from stateside. Look at these beautiful environs. Today we are live from Bo Campers Sports Bar and Grill in sunny and steamy Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Two hours of sports talk coming your way. And uh, might I say, Moose DuPont, as we bring him in from the bunker at home in the Great White North, these might be the best environs we've had yet in our two weeks down here in the Sunshine State. What do you, what do you think about these, uh, this place here today? Yeah, no audio from Darren DuPont, so I'm going to handle this myself uh, for the next little while. How about that? We don't have audio from Darren. He's 10 feet away from the control room, but I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, coming in loud and clear. Figure that one out. And before we get going with the quick six show topics, and I'll tell you who the guests are, just something about bow campers. Uh, as you know, last week we were doing the show from the beach house in Pompano Beach, Florida, and some of the staff there said, you got to go to bow campers. If you're going to be doing sports talk from anywhere in South Florida, you got to go to bow campers. And I said, what's that all about? And Ian said, it's the third largest sports bar in all of America. You wouldn't, I can't believe what the sports, uh, sorry, what the square footage is of this place. And we will figure it out over the next couple of days and pass it along. But Kim Bo Camper, Kim Bo Camper is the owner and proprietor of this sports bar. And he played with the Miami Dolphins from 1977 to 1985. There are Bo Campers all over South Florida. And I was just talking to one of the servers here, one of the fine servers that's looking after us. And I said, is Kim around? Are we going to see Kim? Can we get Kim on the air? And she says, Kim has moved to Las Vegas. So Kim, Bo Camper's not here, but the sports bar still is. And they've been gracious enough to host us here over the next couple of days. All right. Do we have Moose? Do we have audio from Darren DuPont? (laughs) We're working on it. My four favorite words in broadcasting. They said, we will not have audio from Darren DuPont in this segment. How about that? Do we have Rick Regan? How about that? That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So that's okay. Wow. I will roll it out on my own here from Bo Campers. I think I can handle that in the warm-up for E. Cole Electric. 
Coming up on the program today, indigenous artist Colton Grant. He is a Squamish artist, and he has come up with, I'm not sure if at any point we're going to air the design or the logo. If you have it, Clark, throw it up on the screen. He's done a football First Nation sort of West Coast logo to incorporate Orange Shirt Day today as we celebrate National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. We honor and recognize the ancestors and survivors of residential school abuse. That's why I got my orange shirt on today. I didn't see Moose long enough to tell if he had orange on today or not. But Colton Grant's going to join us to talk about why this is important to him. And then in hour two, Matthew Savoy of the Winnipeg Ice will be joining us. And there's a reason why. You got it? Clark tells me they have it. You're going to throw this thing is a thing of beauty. This is what Colton Grant designed. See that West Coast indigenous thing there with the football and those Thunderbird logos from the West Coast. Colton's going to join us to talk about why this is so important, this design, and red, uh, sorry, orange shirt day across the nation. So anyways, can you uh, hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Thank you. I'm sweating like a hooker in church here right now, but it's not because I got to host this segment alone. It's because it is hot. Is 88 degrees Fahrenheit. And uh, thankfully, they did drop the shade behind me here at Bo Campers, but whoo, it is hot. I know that nobody cares but me. I'm just passing it along. So, number one show topic. And by the way, Tom, the bartender here today, says, So, what do you, what do you all talk about on that show? Canadian sports? And I said, Well, yes, sports that Canadians are interested in. You have those sports as well, you're just not interested in them like the National Hockey League and the Blue Jays. Bo Bichette hit a go-ahead solo shot in the eighth inning, his second home run of the game, to power the Toronto Blue Jays to a much-needed 6-5 victory over the New York Yankees Wednesday night at Rogers Center. Jordan Romano closed it out for his 22nd save as Toronto halted New York's seven-game win streak and moved two games behind the Yankees in the battle for the two American League wildcard spots. New York holds the first spot and is now just one game up on the Red Sox, who kept their hold on the second spot with a 6-0 win over the Baltimore Orioles. Toronto moved into a tie with the pesky Seattle Mariners, who were also one game behind Boston, entering their late game against the Oakland A's. I don't have the result on that. Yankees and Blue Jays will close out their three-game series tonight at Rogers Center. Both teams have now four games left to play. So we're hanging in right to the end, Blue Jays Nation. Moving on, and I was interested to get Darren's thoughts on this. We'll get it in the next segment. Point two. And actually, I didn't call up the viewer comments yet. I probably should. But I'll tell you right now, the Prairie Mobile text line is open. So if you have any thoughts on where we're at, I'm not going to be able to get the comments open here in segment one. I would do it while Darren's talking, but his microphone's not working, so I can't get the comments up. But I can read the Prairie Mobile text line, 306-840-8777. That is 840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized fast mobility dealer. And point two is this. From the Canadian Football League, the Edmonton Elks say general manager Brock Sunderland is medically exempt from a team policy requiring staff to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. The club issued a statement Wednesday saying the exemption was granted following consultations with multiple physicians. It did not offer any details on Sunderland's health. The statement says every member of the Elks remains committed to following public health best practices 
and adhering to the CFL's strict protocols for players, coaches, and support staff. Everybody but the general manager. 13 Edmonton players tested positive for COVID-19 in August, forcing the team into isolation and leading the league to postpone a game against the Argos in Toronto. At what point do we start to look up at Edmonton and go, what are they doing up there? Running players out of town, losers of three in a row. Now their general managers found a loophole so as to not be vaccinated. I mean, have we seen Brock Sunderland on television? I, I don't, I'm here's hoping and praying that this is legit. Multiple physicians you had to go to to get an exemption to get a vaccination. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And yesterday, I, I, I guess, Travis Hamannick's going through the same thing. NHL defenseman and somebody said, Rod, what's your thoughts on Travis Hamannick not getting vaccinated? I don't care anymore. Uh, got my shots and look where I am. Working in Florida. Life is great. You don't want to get your shot. Don't. Or you're going to have to put up with the abuse that goes with it. Point three. And I see the messages are coming in here, but we're already halfway through the warm-up. I'm handling it just fine without the moose. NHL preseason Chicago Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taves played for the first time in more than a year Wednesday night in the Blackhawks' 4-3 shootout loss to the Detroit Red Wings. Taves assisted on Dominic Kubelik's goal late in the third, uh, sorry, late in the first period in the exhibition game and opened the shootout with a goal. Elsewhere, Michael Bunting scored thrice all on the power play to help the Toronto Maple Leafs beat Ottawa 4-0. Nico Heischer scored on a power play with 1-12 to go to give New Jersey a 5-4 victory over Washington. Boone Jenner had two goals and an assist in Columbus's 5-2 victory over the St. Louis Blues. Jansen Harkins had two goals and an assist to lead Winnipeg past uh, Edmonton last night. What was the final? I think it was 5-2. Evgeny Sveshnikov had a goal and two assists. Austin Poganski and Kyle Connor also scored for the Jets. Connor Hellebuck stopped 17 shots. For the Oilers, Brad Malone scored. I guess it was 5-1 was the score for Winnipeg. Ilya Konovalov made 17 saves on 21 shots in the first two periods. And Stewart... Skinner stopped six of seven shots in the third. Saron Noel scored the tying goal with 44 seconds left in regulation and added the shootout winner as the Florida Panthers beat the Dallas Stars 4-3 at American Airlines Arena. Those two teams will get after it again Friday night at FLA Live Arena in Florida. I'll be there. And when I saw that they were going to a shootout last night in Dallas, I'm like, is this... Like what happened the other night in here in Florida where it was, the game ended in overtime. And they're like, we're going to have a shootout now. Just for spits and giggles. It was a lot of fun. But Saran Noel scored in the shootout. The winner, Florida beat Dallas 4-3. Mason Marchment and Logan Hutsko also scored for Florida. Christopher Gibson made 35 saves. For the Dallas Stars, Alexander Radulov, Jason Robertson, and Jamie Benn scored in a span of 7-0-2 in the second period. And lastly, Arizona beat Anaheim 4-1. Lawson Krause scored twice in the game for the Arizona Coyote. Uh, by the way, when are we going to do the ticket giveaway, Clark? Do we want to start doing this now or are we going to roll it into hour two? You're doing it already? Okay. So, okay, I'm going to mention it right now. 
the Winnipeg Ice of the Western Hockey League were good enough to come on board with us, and they want to give away three pairs of tickets on today's show to their home opener, 7 o'clock on Saturday night against the Brandon Wheat Kings at Fleming Arena. So just what are you asking for them to do, Clark? Is there a keyword that they need to write in there or something? What are we asking them to do? Oh, just write in Winnipeg Ice tickets in the comments, and you're automatically entered. We'll randomly draw for a chance to win a pair of tickets. We got three of them up, to, up for grabs for the ice and the Brandon Wheat Kings Saturday night at Wayne Fleming Arena. Uh, and we also have a giveaway later on from our friends at betregal.net, which I think might be talking a little bit more about them here in the warm-up for Recold Electric because we don't have the moose. He is literally loose. At Ecold Electric, our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. Ecold Electric, let's get to work. Um, Darren has a message for me. Rod, what is this? Good, good, good. All good. Okay, all is good with the moose. Jay's good. Sveshnikov, right, everything's good. Thank you, moose. Thanks. Again. He's 10 feet from the control room. We can't get him on the air. I am 3,000 miles away, sounding like Bob's my uncle. Bob's your uncle. How about that? <laughs> you never know what's going to happen on this show. There's a real letter, Letterman vibe. Anyways, to point four, I'm just going to skim through this because points five and six are frankly all that I want to talk about. Uh, but point four is the Thursday nighter tonight. Eh, I'll be watching, of course, because it's the Thursday nighter, but it's Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Where's Mo Wagger when you need him? From ESPN 1530 Cincinnati. The guy who predicted the Bengals would be third in the AFC North. Well, they entered tonight in a three-way tie for first in the AFC North at 2-1 and one with Cleveland and Baltimore. And tonight, the Bengals are home to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the big talk, of course is that this is the battle of the last two number one overall picks in the National Football League. Joe Burrow of the Bengals and, of course, Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bengals favored by 7.5 going into the game. I guess next block we'll ask the Moose if he's taking that bet or not. I, I don't know. Jags 0-3, of course. Not a bad turnaround under the Bengals, though. I, th I feel like we need to talk more about this game with Moose next segment. But just before we went to air today at Bo Camper Sports Bar and Grill here in beautiful Fort Lauderdale, Florida, got a notification from The Athletic. And I actually look forward to this every year. They rank the broadcasts in the National Hockey League. And I rarely ever agree with it. But I still like reading it. Just like This is power rankings for broadcast teams, okay? But in the National Hockey League. You see why I can get down on this discussion? Oh, I would love to have the moose here for this. But I'll tell you what I learned. And then you people can tell me throughout the program if you agree or not with these broadcast rankings. Okay, so the worst broadcast, which, by the way, was last year as well, as ranked by, view whoa, by viewers and other, team mem uh, other teams, are the Boston Bruins. They really, really hate Jack Edwards, the voice of the Boston Bruins. Quite frankly... I get a major bang out of the guy. So again, the rankings from The Athletic, a survey that's NHL-wide from viewers and teams and other broadcast crews, I believe. 
They have the Boston Bruins ranked worst. Let's jump immediately to the number one broadcast in the National Hockey League. They're saying it's the New York Islanders. I don't nothing against Butch Goring or that crew, but I would not have put the New York Islanders number one in the entire National Hockey League. Um, no. Number one Islanders. Number two Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Absolutely no arguments there. Those are all good friends of ours, of course. Yeah, right. Darren Millard, Gary Lawless, Shane Knighty. Oh, wait, they're all Canadians. Well, not all of them, but for the most part. Vegas, number two. And then I wrote down the Canadian teams, and I think I might be light on some of them, but no, here they all are. Calgary Flames, 24th. They are the worst-ranked Canadian team in the athletics survey. The Calgary Flames, 24th. The Toronto Maple Leafs, 22nd. For spits and giggles, I put the Florida Panthers in. They're ranked 18th. The Florida Panthers have a better broadcast, according to this survey, than the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Calgary Flames. And I wouldn't necessarily go against that. Steve Goldstein, Goldie, was sitting over my right shoulder at the Panthers game the other night because he wasn't on the air. Number 16, the Edmonton Oilers. Number 15, the Ottawa Senators. Number 14, the Montreal Canadiens. Number 12, the Winnipeg Jets. And number 7, the Vancouver Canucks. So you folks can debate that amongst yourselves. The Vancouver Canucks rated to have the best television broadcast in the National Hockey League amongst Canadian teams. But again, number one, the Islanders. Number two, the Vegas Golden Knights. I could talk about this all day. And maybe we will. But this brings us to the end of the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. Our annual fall promotion is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. E-Cold Electric, let's get to work. We'll get to the viewer comments. Hopefully the moose when we come back. We're live from Bo Campers Sports Bar and Grill in beautiful Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And you're watching on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. South Florida, a great look at South Florida. As we broadcast live from Bo Campers Sports Bar and Grill. And we do have the comments ready to roll. We got everything back on track. And uh, I do appreciate those that have helped out. Patrolman Pete watching on YouTube from Winnipeg says the CHL top 10 rankings released today. Nice to see the Winnipeg ice crack the list. Oil Kings right up there at the top, though. I haven't seen the list. I guess I should go through my emails. I apologize. I've been on the air for the last 20 minutes by myself. But I got the moose here now in the bunker. Moose, do we have you? Testing. One, two, three, four. You got got you. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Were you dying to jump in at any one of those six points? Of course. Points five and six. I rolled one into two different points there with those NHL broadcast rankings. So of all those things... 
that I read here live from Bo Campers, which thing blew your skirt up the most? Well, that's why I tried, you know, to, to at least write my thoughts on the board for a second. Jays, watch that. Good. You needed to come down to the wire. That was awesome. Um, Bo Bichette with a couple home runs. That was great. Most ever for a Blue Jay shortstop. Simeon setting the record for Blue Jay or for second baseman with home runs. So that was a big win for the Jays, and they need to continue to do that. Um, I watched a little bit of that Edmonton-Winnipeg preseason game. Watched Svechnikov. He looked good. They opened the scoring really early into that uh, hockey game, so that was a lot of fun, too. And uh, so, yeah, it was, it was fun. And I like those broadcast rankings. I really do, of the television broadcast. We don't yeah. get to see all of the American broadcasts all the time, but that's fun because uh, you like to debate those things. So it was cool they put out the article. Yeah, but I mean, last year was the first year that I bought NHL center ice. Let's let's go back. And this reminds me, Darren, I'm dying that you're not here, by the way. Not as much as yeah. you're dying that you're not here, but you would love these conversations that we're having with people like Tom, the bartender here from Long Island, who said, what do y'all talk about, Canadian sports? And I'm like, well, our sports are the same as your sport. Yeah. You have the NHL here, dude. Just telling you. And so... I never had NHL center ice. Remember when Kelly Rudy was on with us? He's like, Rod, how do yeah. you not have NHL center ice? I said, right. I live in the Bermuda Triangle of the National Hockey League. I'm in the TV region of the Flames, Oilers, and Jets. While my teams are the Golden Knights and the Coyotes, I get them every night playing those teams. But I bought it last year because I wasn't getting my Golden Knights games, and that we weren't having that. Yeah. So I was watching more of these American broadcasts, and frankly, they're better than I thought. But Joe Lazito, he's writing from, from Long Island. Shocking. He says Brendan Burke is excellent on the Islanders broadcast. Of course, you'd say that, Joe. Todd Pinkney, Pinks, writes one of our P1s. He says 100% Jack Edwards is the worst ever complete dork. <laughs> the TV voice of the Boston Bruins. How about Listen, that? I'm watching that guy last year. I found it highly entertaining. The guy is, like, ripping the hell out of the referees, like, every game. And I'm thinking, how is he allowed to get away with this stuff? I know. It's like Alan May yesterday with what he said about the New York I, I, You have yet to answer this question. So I don't want to do play-by-play -play anymore because anytime I said anything, I was the worst citizen right up there with a pedophile. And these guys say whatever they want. And they stay on the air and they're not disciplined for it. Although Jack Edwards, I think he was suspended a year or two ago, was he not? For yeah. Comment he's, made against the Philadelphia Flyers. And he's felt his fair share of social media wrath. Oh, yeah. Like I see it all the time, yeah. you know, about Jack Edwards for sure. You know, and if we see it a little bit, he sees it 10 times what we see it. So I don't know. Publicly hated. I wouldn't enjoy being in his position, but he's not changing. He's not changing. He's pretty authentically himself, so good for him. I think they like him in Boston. I really do. Yeah. But for those that just turned on their television, it's The Athletic. They just renewed my subscription there for $79 a month for The Athletic. It's not as good as it used to be, but it's still decent. And the broadcast rankings came out, and the number one best broadcast in the NHLs voted to be the New York Islanders. And who the hell am I to say they're not? They won the, the poll. That's why you have poll. Um, Vegas Golden Knights, number two. And just going through the list, Vancouver Canucks, seventh. Winnipeg Jets, 12th. Montreal Canadiens, 14th. Ottawa Senators, 15th. Edmonton Oilers, 16th. 
Florida Panthers 18th, Toronto Maple Leafs 22nd, Flames 24th, and the Boston Bruins 31st. How, how are you on the Leafs broadcast and the fact that they were ranked 22nd out of the NHL? That's not very good. That's almost to the bottom third. I know. I'm assuming that's the Joe Bowen broadcast, no? Is he? Yeah. Uh, no, he's radio. He's radio. Or is he only radio now? No, this would be, this would, no, he's this only radio. I, I think you, you Leaf fans let me know. I, I thought it was Cuthbert and Gordy Miller doing those Leafs broadcasts. Yeah, and Ray Ferraro, and we see a lot of that. That's what yeah. I see on the regional TSN broadcasts, for sure. When Sportsnet had there were some of those regional games, I think Bowen had called some of those games at one point, but no, mostly the radio voice. Uh, you know what? I'm okay with it. I mean, because when you're, when you've got a TSN regional feed like that and you've got Gord Miller or you've got Chris Cuthbert who are national voices, they're not really your guys, right? As a Leaf fan, they're not our guys. It's not the same as Jack Edwards in Boston, right? Or, or your team calling the games. It's not Dave Randorf calling lightning games. He's the voice of the lightning. You don't hear Gord Miller saying, I'm the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? You just think that, we just got a national guy doing our, our regional game. So there's nothing special about it. You don't have the Leafs voice. They're not going to go down in Leafs legends row for being the Leafs voice. So I get it. It's indifferent. It's just a, another broadcast. Yeah. Nothing special. I said uh, that I would get the viewer comments, and I have. And I was saying it again. Thank you to Jordan and yourself for, uh, for lining this up so that I could get the viewer comments. The fastest pit crew in broadcasting, the Rod Peterson Show. Um, Nelson Hakowicz, our VP of Sim Events, writes in and says, Rick Jenneret in Buffalo is solid. But I thought he was a radio guy. I might, I might be wrong. Don Mitchell, our Navy friend, says $79 per month. It better be real good. I didn't say per month. This is not a porn site, Don. This is $79 a year. For the athletic. And it's not as good as it used to be. What do you have your finger in the air about? No. What up? I think you did say per month by accident. I'm sorry. Well, no, it's, it's, it's all good. My, I figured it was per year. My, I heard that. Bad. I moved on right away. <laughs> uh, Sean Holm, watching on Facebook, says, Love NHL center ice. Hurricanes are my second favorite team behind the Winnipeg Jet. Those broadcasts are pretty good. The Hockey Club. In Tallahassee, Florida, watching, that's Corey Patterson, the sizzler, says Dave Gauthier, legend. He's the television voice of the Vegas Golden Knights. And I apologize because I momentarily forgot his name. And I'll be honest with you, man. I watch these games, and if you've watched games with me, Darren, I don't listen to the announcers. I don't. I watch the game. And a lot of times, whomever I'm watching the game from will say... Can you believe they just said that? I'm, said what? Sorry, I wasn't watching. So the intermission guys, I could tell you who the intermission guys are far better than I could tell you the play-by-play and color guys are. Are you the same like that? Yeah, and that's fun too. I, I like the intermissions too far more. Um, I'm watching the game, picking out different things. Sometimes I'm calling the, the game in my head, right, and not paying attention to what they're saying. So, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. That would be a better ranking maybe. Uh, for us to do later in the year is ranking the intermission shows. Why do we have to wait for later in the year? Let's do it now. <laughs> and we could, and it would also be amazing to do that in the NFL too, with all the national panels. Who's got the, which network has the best panel for CFL coverage? <laughs> I'll wait. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg. 
says, I remember hearing Dennis Bayak speak at the Ukrainian sportsman's dinner in Winnipeg, and he was one of the funniest human beings I've ever heard. And even more respect, had even more respect for him after that. Dennis Bayak is a very, very funny guy. Todd Pinckney says uh, the best in the NHL, in my opinion, is John Forsland and Trip Tracy in Carolina. Problem is, John Forsland's been gone for at least two seasons. I can't remember the name of the new guy, but he's good. He's really good. I knew this would get people going, Moose. They love talking about the broadcasters, eh? Love it. Yes. Um, hey, by the way, from the 204, anonymous texter in Manitoba says, is the Elks general manager going to be allowed to interact with the players seeing that he's not vaccinated? Uh, question that we don't know the answer to. Obviously, that's sort of, I would suspect that's a rhetorical question. But in the time we have left, and I see that we have a lot of comments here, what's your take on the S? Elk GM not being vaccinated and being allowed to not be vaccinated. If he's allowed to not be vaccinated, I'm okay with it. If they've gone through protocol, uh, it's okay. And it's not a, because this is the rule for one, it's got to be for everybody. You have to take a look at different situations. If he has medical reasons to not be vaccinated, then that's fine. But you still have to make sure that you're taking care of the people. And that's what this is all about. No matter what, it's all about safety. It's all about protecting people, saving lives, you know, pre- you know, preventing the spread and all of that. If Brock Sunderland's not going to be spreading COVID-19, then he can be in there just like anybody else. But again, you got to go through all those precautions, which are multiple tests and different things like that. He has to have a negative COVID test or they have to know that he's not in there causing a danger. And if they think that he is or he's not going to get tested all the time, then he probably won't have interaction with the players on a daily basis and he'll stay in his office. But I trust them to make sure that they get this right. They've already been through one fiasco that's turned into this scheduling nightmare. So they don't want this to happen again. If he's not vaccinated because of a reason that they've already approved, I'm cool. But they'll do what they have to do to make sure he's not in there causing problems. I got a note uh, last night or the night before from somebody regarding... Another CFL team who has a prominent coach on their staff who's not vaccinated. And the note was, of course, you should look into this. And I'm like, how, how about no? I'd rather, talk about, I'd rather talk about NHL broadcast rankings than that. Um, that's not what we do. Um, people, want to t- people want to talk about these broadcaster things. Jeff, the Stamps fan. Writes in and says, the best CFL broadcast is Hall of Famer Mark Stephen and Greg Peterson on 770 CHQR Calgary, says the Stamps fan. But they are very good, and they are two very good friends of mine. Um, Wayne in Victoria, B.C., regarding me not listening to the announcers, he says, do you turn the sound down, Rod? I can't help but hear the announcers. It's a gift. I have the ability to block out things that I find unpleasant. And not everybody has that ability. Um, hey, hey. Nelson, our VP of Sim events. Like, like, I could talk about the CFL games. Believe me, I have thoughts on Saskatchewan and Calgary. But everybody wants to talk about the NHL broadcast rankings from the Athletic. 
Nelson, the Sim uh, VIP, VP, says it's too bad Mike Lang retired. Get in the fast lane, Granny. The bingo game's about to start. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. That's a Mike classic. Lang has not retired. Go and get the athletic for $79 a year and read the, the summary yourself. Pittsburgh was ranked like 30th, second worst in the National Hockey League. And there were viewers that voted on this poll, were consulted on the poll. And one of the comments was, if Mike Lang was on TV, not radio anymore, Pittsburgh would have been a lot higher. Mike Lang's still doing the radio. And by the way, we're going to break, and we're going to bring in Colton Grant next. But I just want to say this. Let's, let's spend, uh, yeah, we really got to roll. I'll get your take on Ryder's stamps later on, Moose, and then two more segments from now. Yeah. But I think that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are going into Calgary on Saturday night with the opportunity to snap the stamps neck. And how often over the years have the Saskatchewan Rough Riders been in the position to do just that? I think these teams are going to play three times before the end of the regular season, the Rough Riders and the Stampeders. And last I looked, Saskatchewan is favored at betregal.net. i got to get those odds updated. But it's quite an opportunity for the green and white Saturday at Calgary, and I, th- I think that they're going to do it. But we got to spend more time on that than the 60 seconds I just did now. Yeah, we Colton will. Grant joins us next. We're live from Boat Camper Sports Bar and Grill in sunny Fort Lauderdale, Florida. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live at 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. We're live from Boat Campers Sports Bar and Grill in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It is the RP Show, Canada's daytime sports talk show. As we start to move the show around South Florida, you never know where we're going to turn up. we got a sports update coming up. We've got Matthew Savoy of the Winnipeg Ice coming up in hour two. But here on the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation, where we honor and recognize survivors and ancestors of residential school abuse, we are very excited to welcome Colton Grant, Squamish artist who's come up with a logo that's brought together the indigenous community and the football community into one. And he joins us from the West Coast today. How are you doing, Colton? Good. Good morning. Hey, I'm not sure if, if it is appropriate to say uh, happy orange shirt day or not, but it's a very important day on the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. Before we talk about the design, and I know Clark's going to put it up here, what does this day mean to you and uh, your family and loved ones? To me, um, I believe this day is a good day for us to come together and uh, overcome our grief and our trauma that we have been dealing with. Um, it's good to come together as a family, as a collective all together, so that we can build each other and rise, rise up together, so to speak. Absolutely. Well, we're proud to support it uh, for sure and know that everybody stands um, with you folks. You know, before we talk about your logo, and Clark's going to put it up here right away, I was just reading the article that was done on you. Your aunt designed the BC Lions sort of third, fourth logo for last week's game. Can you talk about that and your family's participation in sports and art? I think this is pretty cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, a lot of my family has been participating in a lot of sports in our area, um, whether it be soccer, basketball, football, any any sport. We we are all involved in it. Um, one of my one of my relatives, my aunt Corrine Hunt, did a BC Lions logo recently, and it was uh, announced at a BC Lions game. And um, I was talking to my uncle Jim Mullen from Football Canada, and he was saying that it had a great turnout for. Uh, for a good cause so we we kind of threw some ideas around and that's how this kind of came about that's how it's, well i had no idea that jim mullins your uncle he's a close friend of ours here at the rod peterson show and it just so happens to be the president of football canada as you well know so yeah, i just think your your logo is your logo is spectacular and uh as i ask you, you. what went into this design of it. Yeah, there you go. Clark's put it up on the screen. Let's just leave that up for a second. If you wouldn't mind, Colton, explain to us the significance of what's on this design. Okay, so when I started the design, I uh, came off of the original design that was placed before me. And basically when I was uh, starting it, I started with the initial football. So I, I was thinking about ways of how kids can really succeed when they have the tools given to them with the proper teaching so i believe that wings were good for that because when these kids are in the sport and they do succeed they can really soar that's what i was thinking in my mind and then um when it came to either side of the maple leaf i came naturally it came to me that i was thinking of salmon that's what that little design is and then either side of the maple leaf is a salmon head and when it comes to our, our culture here on the Northwest Coast, the salmon is one of our most important resources. So we we look at the salmon as our children as well because it's abundance, it's prosperity, and it's our future. So we kind of molded that together and that's where I thought that would come into play. And in the middle, I decided to do a, uh, a child, a child's face because our children are our next generation and they're who are going to start playing football and who's going to be our next generation in the sport so by giving them the means to play then they can strive it's absolutely beautiful and uh forgive me this landlubber prairie dog where i was born in a and raised in a landlocked location is that a sockeye salmon or am i completely off base with that um, that would be either a coho, a spring, or a shinook. Anything besides a sockeye. A sockeye has a different shape. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. Um, so, Cole, where where is this logo going to be seen? Obviously, it's, I noticed that it's going to be. This is kind of tying together football and indigenous communities, but will it be seen mainstream that way, or where where are we going to see this logo? Um, as far as I know, it may be their permanent logo for Football Canada, as far as I've heard. But for where we're going to see the logo, it'll hopefully be on the media and hopefully bring some good support and positivity to the sport. Oh, man, I tell you what, I would fully endorse that move if that's the case. And please tell our viewers and me your relationship with your uncle Jim Mullen you guys are obviously very close just a tremendous guy the guy that loves Canadian football right here right here in his heart uh, what kind of uncle is Jim Mullen uh Jim's a great uncle he's one of honestly he is one of my favorite uncles he is uh 
He's with my brother's sister, so he's from my aunt's family. Well, he's got an absolutely beautiful place out there. I'm very jealous whenever he yes, joins you. me on these Zoom calls that we have. You've obviously been there. Um, how does it feel yeah. to have your artwork featured so prominently, Colton? Um, I'm very, I was very happy to see it when it took off on social media. And uh, um, there's a lot of things that we, we do in our art, and it's not for any personal gain. It's just something that's coming out of us that's how we express ourselves so when i see that it can have like a positive effect and lift other people's up it really that's that's what i'm i'm really striving to do this for is to inspire others and bring positivity to everybody as much as i can good for you i good for you man i absolutely love it my last question for you you're an artist not a business person so maybe i'm asking the wrong guy but if people want to get their hands on merchandise with this beautiful logo on it, any idea how they would go about doing it? Or should they contact Jim Mullen and Football Canada directly themselves? Well, as far as we went about it, I, I donated the design to Football Canada so that all the proceeds are going to a charitable cause. So if anybody wants anything with any, any gear with the logo on it, they will go to Football Canada directly and they could purchase it on their website i believe it's going to be available on october 15th as far as i know yes but as far as any any other artwork or anything they can contact me on instagram at casalos or they can contact me on facebook at casalos carvings or they can just reach out to me personally through email and then we can work something out that's generally how i do my business all right sounds good well producer clark has told me that they have put the links up in the comments section, and uh, I have a feeling, Colton, a lot of people will be getting a hold of you through this beautiful work. Congratulations on your talent and putting it to Thanks. such positive use. And, uh, good luck with everything, man. Thanks for the time today. Likewise. Appreciate it. Have a great day. You, you too, bud. Football Canada weekend coming up, by the way, October 15th, and that will be the official launch of this merchandise. We'll be back. The Moose joins us next. Also coming up today, Matthew Savoy of the Winnipeg Ice. We're giving away Winnipeg Ice tickets to their home opener Saturday night against the Brandon Wheat Kings. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, live from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and beautiful Bo Camper Sports Bar and Grill. We're streaming on YouTube and Facebook, and as always, 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Beautiful Robbies in the Keys. Another hot, hot day here in South Florida. We're at Boat Camper's Sports Bar and Grill and a sports update before we bring Moose in. The race for a spot in the American League wildcard game continues tonight as the Blue Jays close out a three-game series against the Yankees. Toronto ace Robbie Ray gets the ball for the Jays, who are a game behind Boston for the second wildcard spot. Atlanta can clinch its fourth consecutive NL East title tonight with a home win over Philadelphia. The Phillies will get eliminated from playoff contention with one more loss or any Atlanta win the rest of the way. Houston looks to wrap up its fourth American League West crown in five years with a victory at home tonight against Tampa Bay. Lance McCullers Jr. starts the series finale for the Astros.
who have lost five of six. And week four of the NFL season begins tonight in Cincinnati as the Bengals take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bengals improved to 2-1 and one on the season with a 24-10 win at Pittsburgh last week. This sports update for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. A lot of topics on the table, Moose, since we last had you in. I have something I could throw at you, but what's on your mind right now? No, go for it. Uh, things we've learned today, you know. Okay. That, was, that was a cool interview yesterday, or in the last segment there. And I love that logo. I think that's super cool. I can't wait to get it on a T-shirt. It is a beautiful logo. And kudos to Football Canada for having the initiative. Rough Riders at Stampeders, Saturday night, second game of a uh, doubleheader. How are you feeling about it? Um, less excited than I normally would be. And here's why. Really? Yeah. For me over the last, well, my lifetime, and I'm in my mid-30s, the, for me, the top rival of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders was always the Calgary Stampeders, not the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And yeah, the Labor Day Classics, but they didn't really have really historic, you know, meaningful games that I really remember in my time watching when I was falling in love with the Canadian Football League. I mean, we did have the Grey Cup in 07. Um, there was some other games here and there, but it's always Calgary. It was the big, bad Stampeders and those playoff games. And for me, that was it. So I always look forward to the Calgary games because it was the big, bad Stampeders. Well, they're not really the big, bad Stampeders this year, and I don't really know what's going to happen in the game. So it's lost a little bit of its intrigue for me. Now, what I'm watching for, like you mentioned, this might be the finisher for the Stamps. If the Riders go in and win and you know Calgary drops another game, this might be it. They might not get up off the mat. But if they beat Saskatchewan, now all of a sudden things are really up in the air in the West. So we'll see where it goes. Well, uh, for that reason, I think Ryder fans would be very excited <laughs> that these aren't the big, bad Calgary Stampeders, but should be a good game that way. I told you I had a ton of messages on the Prairie Mobile text line, and I forgot to get to them. So I'll do it here from the 780. Rod, where the heck are you? That is not Canada. Good eye, 780. I'm at Boat Camper <laughs> Sports Bar and Grill in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. From Ward in Manitoba. Looks like a tough gig down there in Florida. Yes, this is the best job in broadcasting. At some point, people are going to understand that. From Joe Lazito on Long Island. Roddy, do you have an NHL play-by-play broadcaster, Mount Rushmore? Mine's Jiggs McDonald, Mike Emmerich, Gary Thorne, John Forslund. I think we have a topic for next hour, Moose. Yeah, we do. Stick around, everybody. It's coming up next on Game Plus TV. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.